Of course, record. <laughs> Coming to you live from the 305. Rocking the live item tag in the heart of Miami. Get ready to boost. Because it's lit. Saturday night. Oh, yeah. I'm your host, Chimp. And I am Captain Brunch. What's up, Brunch? Well, you know, feeling pretty good. I feel like I got a lot of rest today in, uh, in emotional preparation for tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was up all night for sure. I can't believe we're actually lit. Oh, my God. I, I really want to give you, you know, a big round of applause without applauding you. One of those buttons makes an applause, but I guess we don't want to risk that right now. Um, you know, because it was all your effort. I, I don't, I haven't really had the time or the wherewithal to try to get that done. So the fact that you did is a really big deal to me. I still don't know shit about XML, but somehow we did it. And I definitely want to give a huge shout out to Stephen B and Sovereign Feeds and anyone else in the podcasting 2.0 um, community that helped because we are lit and here we are. What does it mean to be lit? Ah, uh, yes, the live item tag. So it's one of those things of uh, podcasting 2.0 where they're upgrading podcasting. And that's one of the tags, one of the new features where you could actually stream straight to um, a podcasting app that supports these features. So, so for the last few weeks, we've been only available on stream.audioghost.miami. Yes. But tonight... For the first time, and then theoretically from this point forward, we're going to be available on any modern podcast app, which you could get from newpodcastapps.com. And any podcast app that supports the live tag will be able to provide our live stream to Live item. What? what, what? Live item. I don't get it. Like, because I said live item tag. Yeah, that's why it's a lit live item tag. Exactly. So, come on, man, cut me some slack. Why are you being so tough on me? It's 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 in the name of the show, you know. Like, are we gonna have to change the name of the show one day? Like, it's gonna be Saturday Night Lit. Well, hopefully, my schedule never changes, so I can continue to do this. Um, I mean, you know, there's something called availability. You could just make sure that your schedule never changes. Mm, well, I, I don't I don't know how much I want to dox you. I mean, if our so I'm not going to say anything more other than, you know, like you should just demand something for yourself as a human being. Like you're not a slave. And I am demanding to be here. Or or maybe you are. Maybe that's why you're called chimp or, you know, like. Oh, are, yes. Thank you for that. <laughs> it is not. What is it? National World Gorilla Day. World Gorilla Day. <laughs> so I am not a gorilla, but I do have to give it up for my gorilla brothers being are, a chimp myself. Well, you know, I feel like they're, they're both of our cousins, aren't they? Yes, indeed. So yeah, congrats to gorillas, especially the ones that are not in zoos. The ones that are in zoos, I'm really sorry. Well, I wonder, are they better off compared to the ones that are in a habitat that's probably endangered? Um, better off. That's like such a relative and, and metaphysical question. I don't think it's really worth arguing. Do gorillas point. think about freedom? I don't think they think about freedom, but they probably experience things like fear I remember I was at a zoo and they had a polar bear. I'm like, we are not in the fucking Antarctic. Why is there, <laughs> why is there a polar bear here? Because, uh, you know, we're special. Because humans. Yes. We're such great people. Anyway, so what do we got today? 
you know, well, we got a bunch of things, and I, you know, I, I put a few things together. I think uh, that will will make for an appropriate uh, adventure as well. Um, you know, I might I might have a special guest coming in a little bit later. Uh, we're gonna see how the weather holds up and how the circumstances pan out. But if not, that's okay. You know, life goes on. Yeah, we kind of got a hurricane potentially hitting South Florida. So it's and may, it's it's kind of is. Uh, I want to say the word ironic, but that's like the Alanis Morissette song where she used the wrong word. Like it wasn't ironic. It was something else. <laughs> Positronic? No, but um, so last week it hit Puerto Rico. That's a different one. It's the it's a different. There's like four tropical cyclones out there. Right oh, now. my gosh. Yeah. I, so basically, I mean, like, OK, so when I say it hit Puerto Rico, what I mean is Mother Nature hit Puerto Rico, and now Mother Nature is potentially coming for us in South Florida. Yeah. So we'll find out more Wednesday. I won't think about that too much. but Oh, so it's not until Wednesday. So we got a long time until we're like just going to be wrecked by this storm. Hopefully it's just rain. The only thing I'm wondering about is if, if my work is going to close or not. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, flooding is one of the biggest things. Well, if it's coming in from the west, then the winds might be pushing the water off. It won't be coming in. But still, imagine there'll, there'll be flooding. And you do work by the water, so. Yeah. And and my shipyard floods all the time. It, it floods even when it's not raining. Just like my neighborhood. No, no. My neighborhood doesn't flood when it's raining. That's South Beach. My neighborhood floods when it's raining. King tide. We've talked about that before. I got to stop asking. Like I, I constantly do. Like, have we talked about this before? Like, we we haven't done almost any episodes, and this is technically, theoretically, hypothetically, psych, psycho, psychosomatically, our first episode. So that's the thing. So we had two episodes prior, and was it only two? I feel like we've done this three times. It was two. Oh man, no, we've done it like three or four times. But the first two was literally just us, like, oh, uh. <laughs> the last that's two. Not what we're doing now. Had more content. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yes, you could catch those online, but I don't know. So, do we all want to go over some uh, some topics that we visited before? Or not really. Well, so let me just address this though. You said you could catch those online. What does that mean? Because I was talking to my buddy Phil, and he said he tried to check it on on Spotify, and he didn't find us on Spotify. Yeah, so um, I've, I've submitted the the um, RSS feed to the podcast index. And I don't think Spotify uses the podcast index. I'm guessing they use um, Apple's index. So we're not on Apple at, at the moment. I could theoretically submit it to Apple and to Spotify and to Google Podcasts and all that. And that's a question I would ask if that's something you want to do. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, my first reaction was going to... I think the first thing I was going to say to him before I stopped and then I messaged you about it. Like, So I was in the middle of typing the response and I'm like... Well, okay, so we're probably not on there yet. Um, it's kind of a walled garden is what I called it, or it's like it's one of those walled gardens. I think I said maybe eventually we'll be on there, but then I stopped, and I'm like, no, i got to talk to Chimp. And uh, and that's when I did. And I, I really don't know how I feel about it because, you know, you did mention about monetization, and that's something that I'm concerned about. I'm also concerned about what kind of, like, rights we give over to these companies. Like, if, if, if we're allowing them to... Uh, show our show on their on their platforms on their little you know window stores does that mean that they can then start like using it in their promotional material and marketing and propaganda etc so that's the kind of stuff that i i get 
kind of concerned with and and maybe it's not even worth it but then you did say that other thing do you want to repeat it or do i want do you want me to just keep like here saying you even though you're you know you're here that um i wouldn't want them to monetize or put ads into a show that we're not receiving anything but then there was that other part oh okay so then we have to have the discussion about what is the point of this show or what is a point? What is a point? Okay, so I think one of the larger points, one of the um, is we're essentially promoting podcasting 2.0 and obviously the live item tag. That may not be what we do the whole time, talk about podcasting 2.0, but I would definitely want to bring light to the different features that are now available and becoming more available and stuff like value for value. And so in order to reach more people, in that sense, you know, if, if you tell your friend on the street, hey, check out my podcast, you know, they're more likely to have their iPhone or use Spotify like every everyone else in the world. And it just be one extra loop, not loop, sorry, um, hurdle for them to, to jump to get to us. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, so in, and this is something that- now we want to pull them away from there, but we, we, we first got to get their ears open. And then as they get interested in the different features of podcasting, especially uh, streaming sats, then we could, Oh, well, sorry, you can't do that on your iTunes app. You got to come over here to new Yeah. So, you know, and in regards to like streaming sats, which is the idea of sending sats per minute or something akin to that, I'm much more interested in like boosts. I think that's kind of a more, that's probably a more, that's going to be the more big, uh, the more successful business model, at least personally, in my opinion, although maybe that's wrong. Like maybe in the long run, the streaming sats thing is going to outpace it just because of the, like the economy of scale that might come with that. Well, boosts are more interactive, obviously. Um, you know, you get to send messages for people who don't know boostograms, boosts for short, our messages you send to, you could send to us right now. Actually, let me turn on my <laughs> Saturn dashboard to see if we're getting any boosts. Okay. So, I mean, so in terms of the boost though, so that's still something that we're kind of tinkering with. So in terms of the value for value model and podcasting 2.0, we are available to receive sats through a, a value, like through a podcasting 2.0 compatible app. So if someone's listening on CurioCaster, Podca- uh, Podverse, but also if they were subscribed to us on any of the the value apps, so like if it was Fountain, Breeze, like if they were on any of those apps, they could be listening to us on wherever, but then they could go to their Breeze app, for instance, and then they could boost us, and then we would get that live, I think, right? Like we would see the boost live if you're checking our like our incoming, but it it's... You see what I'm saying? Like right, yeah. So if you're, if you're if you're using if the app supports lit, then it's basically an episode, an incomplete episode in a way, and they'd be boosting that episode, so it would show up live lit. Yeah. But yeah, theoretically, you could just go to an older episode and just boost that. Yeah, I mean, you wouldn't even like whatever if you went to, if you looked up the show in the search feature and then you just clicked on the show. I mean, I, I don't know how like for instance Breeze. I can I can pull it up on my phone right now. Like I'm going to open Breeze and then I'm going to see if I can find our podcast and then I'm just going to tell you what I see. But um, podcast and then so Breeze is also another option, but that's not for live. And so 
Um, and then how do I even find, like, this is the problem now with these new apps is that I don't know how to find anything. And I feel like an old fogey, you know, <laughs> like, I don't remember what app it was, but I was in some app and I just could not, Oh, it was the Podverse app. And I just felt like such a boomer. I'm like, I'm a boomer. I'm a Aging Captain Prem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, so let's see. So, okay. If I, if I load it, yeah, so you're kind of right. So the, the app shows up. I can see Rickon at the top of the at the top of the show. So that's our current like show art is yes. is your is your perro, and <laughs> and then if I wanted to boost though, how would I do that? Like so, this is to download. No, I don't want you to download. Stop. So I would have to click on an episode. Did you um, set up your wallet though? I mean, do I have to set up like a wallet in the podcast options? Because I already have a Breeze wallet. Okay, so then, yeah, it should work. So you just tap on it and then there should be something that says boost. There's nothing that says boost. This is annoying. Like maybe our value is not set up in there. What's going on, Panda? Big shout out to Panda who's been supporting us. Yeah, I mean, so, you know, Panda's great. Panda is a, a big supporter of Bitcoin Brunch, which is my Sunday in-person meetups in Miami at a restaurant called Naomi's Garden. 10 a.m. every Sunday. And one day we'll have a nice little jingle that I will play <laughs> or that we will play. Even if he's sick, even if his leg is broken, Captain Brunch will be there physically or digitally. Bitcoin Brunch is a lot of fun. If you live in the area, please come check it out. So in the so this could be an issue then. In the you know, in the RSS feed, you're supposed to have a value, you know, there's a value tag. Yeah. So I don't understand. Let me turn off the volume on my phone and I'm going to like play this episode and I'm going to see what happens. So my impulse right now is to take the phone from him and show him how to do it. Oh, I can boost. Yeah, but you have to play the episode. That's really annoying. So you do have to play an episode. You can't boost like just from the thing. That's why we got to promote promote that live item tag. All right. All right. So anyway, so let me, okay, so let me try to get in here. Let me try to get, okay. How do I, I'm like in here, but I'm not in here. It's playing. (laughs) Because so all I'm going to do is I'm going to be like a, a test boost for the night because I don't think I'm going to be the first uh, person to have boosted us, right? Uh, so I mean, I've done a lot of test boosts. So boost. <laughs> I'm going to do five, but like in the since we've started this show. Okay, gotcha. Boost. 5,000 sets. And a boostergram, I'm going to say. Oh, what a cheapo depot. Jeez. Oh, my gosh. Well, since this is episode one, I think like if, if people send us 1,000 sets, that would be appropriate. So on on one of my favorite podcasts called the No Agenda Show, they do they have an episode club where if you donate the dollar number of the episode, you can be in the episode club. So if this is episode one, you know, because we're calling it that, then anyone who donates a thousand sats to us can be in the episode one club. So, wow. Yeah. And then next week it'll be so but I'm doing five thousand sats and you're calling me cheap. Which is, you know, it's not <laughs> it's not even a lot. Um, and I think I sent it. I'm not sure. It's it's hard to say, but you will have to confirm this. Oh man! And I think I was paying you. I think I was like streaming sats to you as well. Test Toker via Podverse, 399 sats. Oh well, cool. So okay. So anyways, we're gonna stop looking at that now. Now that we've like <laughs> yes, done it please, for about about please. a minute and yes. we just wasted all this time. <laughs> <laughs> the old fogey over here is <laughs> trying to figure out phones. Okay, yeah, but so I mean, as the sort of let's say the older of the two of us, even though I feel you know, like, are you a millennial? You are a millennial. We're both millennials. Okay, so but I'm the older millennial of the two of us. So as the, older, 
whatever. Anyway, so as the older millennial of the two of us, I'm the one I feel like who has to represent the boomers who inevitably will probably never listen to our show. But uh, maybe like me, some of the other older millennials will have, you know, kind of growing pains. And so the point is that you can do, if I can do it, you oh, can you do it. you did it. Red Elephant via Breeze says, hey. And I did it. I'm Red Elephant. Nice. Oh, that's so annoying. How you do I have like, joined my own name? <laughs> okay. The first episode club. So, uh, you know, I wanted to talk about something that's been in the news a lot lately. Talk and I just, so what I wrote here was Hodlnot or Hodlnot versus Craig Wright. Does Satoshi's identity matter? What do you think? No. Yeah, me too. I don't <laughs> think it matters. Um, and then the whole, you know, I mean, it'd be nice for like a documentary to know one day, obviously, but does it matter, matter? No. Bitcoin's going to be Bitcoin. Yeah, I mostly agree with you. And, um, you know, to me, one of the interesting things about this particular case is that they raised a bunch of money, as we said, I think a few weeks ago, a couple weeks ago, perhaps. And they hired this like data forensics company that went in and the whole point was they were hired by the defense to critique the forensics of the documents that were provided by Craig Wright's like team. So they were looking at things like the metadata of the files, looking at the fonts that were used in the files. So they were talking about how various files that were purported to have been created on a certain date were not possible to have been created on that date because the fonts used in the document were actually created after the supposed publishing date. So that was like a really interesting thing. I, I hope that it is successful because to me it would be a lot of it, it. Craig Wright is just a boring distraction in the Bitcoin culture and the BSV people, just like the Bitcoin cash people are boring distractions. They, they're not productive. They're not helping getting anything done in the space. They just come to Bitcoin brunch and bother me. <laughs> okay, sorry, that's a Freudian slip. Now you say, <laughs> now you say, uh, speaking of boomers, now you say um, they are doing forensic analysis. Who is they? Oh, I think it was some company called like KSG or something. Oh, okay. It's like a European company because this, this is going on in like Scandinavia somewhere or the no Northern Europe. Yeah, but that's all. You know, I didn't really want have too much to say about that. I just wanted to, to say that. Um, Oh man, but you know what I do want to do is I want to have a clip that I clipped and I should have played it earlier, but we can play it now because it's still appropriate. It's so this is no, you know what? We're going to play this clip after the first musical break. Um, that's when we're going to do it. That's going to be the best time. So, so I, all I'm doing is teasing the audience. I'm teasing them about music, like original music that we created. And I'm teasing them about some sort of entertaining thing that that's going to happen in the future. Boom. Um, so another thing that happened this week, kind of, it's a bit on the back of my mind, is World War III. And I kind of think that World War III started with the War on Terror back in 2001 when we invaded Afghanistan and then Iraq. But what happened this week was that Russia has been at war with Ukraine for several months and Russia has instituted a conscription of all of their reserve units. So anyone who was in the reserves is like now like active 
in in the country in the Federation of Russia, which is a lot of people. So that you know, it's just an escalation that that kind of startles me, and I just I kind of wanted to bring that up because I think it's something that's going to become a, a big important thing in the not too distant future, especially with this winter that we keep talking about, like the the, the European winter. I mean, things are going to get really stressful. Ukraine has already had, as far as I understand, like a general draft for months now. Like if, you know, like a lot of people have been forced to fight in the Ukrainian military, if I understood correctly. And they got a lot of foreign people there too. I've seen uh, headlines about troop exchanges between, you know, U.S. and other foreign troops that have been captured in Ukraine and, you know, like Russian soldiers. And so finally, to round out this little uh, foreign current events world world news segment thing, whatever, we'll get a jingle one day. Today on the Twitter sphere, I haven't talked to you about it, but there's been a rumor about a military coup in China, supposedly. Uh, and, and, and so I have written here, right wing slash Russian psyop claims of cancellations of mass transit around Beijing and in the country and also movement of armed military personnel but zero evidence like I haven't seen a single shred of evidence I just seen a bunch of people on Twitter talking about it which usually means it probably is some sort of like psyop bullcrap could be yeah I saw that as well but an interesting topic nonetheless so you know we're going to see in the next few days if Xi Jinping ever shows his face again <laughs> um, you know if there was a coup or not <laughs> And so that was my uh, international, you know, uh, world news current events segment. And that's good for me. Sorry. Um, oh, we had a boostergram from Test Toker saying that, hey, this is in a valid node. So it looks like the split for um, Sovereign Feeds is not a valid node. So unfortunately, we have 5% of our sats coming in going out somewhere. <laughs> mm, oh, gosh. What is that? I don't know what it would mean about that. And that's a whole, you know, a whole headache of a thing. Like where would those 5% of sats go? You're trying to give them to sovereign feeds as a, as like well, a thank you. They may just go back. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Why don't you, st- what, what does that mean? Why don't you talk about that? Like the split, because we haven't discussed that before. And again, I'm going to assume that anyone, like most people who listen to this, let's say if we do, uh, cause my, my friend Paul today said that we would have to do, 200 episodes before we make it and i'm like oh my god it's only on saturday so it's like two years he's like yeah yeah two years I'm is like, that <laughs> ten thousand hours <laughs> so i'm like okay so two years uh what was the thing i was gonna what was the point i was trying to make so 200 episodes an hour and a half each <laughs> oh gosh it's a lot of saturdays um i don't remember the, the freaking point i was trying to make um, well, okay. So, oh, so I wanted split. to explain the splits. Yeah. Right. Cause, okay. Cause the whole point was that over the course of the next two years that it's going to take us to do 200 episodes. I imagine that a bunch of people who are going to like pick us up around episode 60, 70, 90 are going to, you know, Oh, let me go back to the beginning and see what it was like in the beginning. And it's like, well, okay. So I'm sorry for anyone who's like that. Who's coming back from the few, like who's time traveling. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. Welcome to our, uh, you know, like poultry, poultry uh, uh, entertainment product. But thank you for your effort and uh, thank you for your courage in the morning. So explain the split. 
Yes. So um, when you're streaming sats or you're boosting sats, Satoshi's little tiny increments of Bitcoin, um, they're traveling through lightning nodes to us. And what the split means is basically, well, you know, we could say, okay, so 100% of it is going to go to this node, which would be our node. Or we could say we want 5% to go here instead to um, Sovereign Feeds or 1% to uh, Podcasting 2.0, their node. So basically you could take that value that, that people are sending to you, those sats, and split them to whoever you'd want. So who are we splitting with right now? So you already mentioned Sovereign Feeds. And why, that's it. Why, that's it? We're mm -hmm. not giving anything to... I think there's 1% to Podcasting 2.0. Index. That's like a default, but it can also be changed. So of course, yeah, yeah. I wonder if it, if it was changed by accident because of the because of like you meddling. What do you mean? So, anyways, we should find some way to confirm that they're getting the one percent that we're supposed to be giving them. I want to give them their tithe. Yeah, I'd probably give them more of it. Okay, we can talk about or that. or just donate to the show. You know, and then boost. sovereign feeds are doing <laughs> what? Are they generating your RSS feed? Is that what it is? Yeah. What are they doing? Basically, just yeah, just basically um, making that that RSS feed. But do they host anything? No, no. So they just produce an RSS feed. Correct. It's interesting. What there got to be some way you could do it yourself. Yeah, learn XML. And <laughs> <laughs> okay, there we go. All right, now we're talking, right? So you know, uh, that's something that I think would be interesting to bring up in the future as an ongoing topic of discussion, which is sort of like the do-it-yourself open source mentality. It's something that both of us are are passionate about. It's something it's a reason why we're interested in podcasting, why we like some of the same podcasts that we do, although we don't listen to all the same podcasts, which is good, you know, cuz that would be boring. Um and and this is, this brings up a topic that uh I don't know, also self-taught musicians. So that's like a, yeah. a dimension of it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm definitely like a self-taught singer, but I have been taught music like different ways. I was so the first instrument was piano when I was like in like preschool or something. My mom stuck me in a piano class that didn't last very long. <laughs> then in fifth grade, I was in like trombone for like half a semester. <laughs> so okay, so granted, I'm not getting a lot of training here. But then in high school, so in middle school, I did. It was like one or two years, one year of guitar. And then in, in high school, I did three years of guitar. And actually, I got pretty serious. It was classical guitar. I joined like an extracurricular after school guitar trio or was it a quad ensemble? Yeah, something like that. Because so we the, the school already had one. But then I guess like the teacher was like, oh, you know, there's a lot of cool people uh, good people, whatever, who could play guitar. So he opened up a second, you know, a second guitar ensemble, and then I joined. I got to go to New York and play with that ensemble. Wow. Oh, my. I got an award because me, like mine, and then the A group were the only classical guitar groups to perform at this, like, big, you know, music recital thing. But we got good, you know, we got good. good Accolades. Yeah, that was like <laughs> when I was like, geez, when I was like 17. Or good job, Captain Brunch. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, there's a topic I was going to bring up, but I'm not going to bring it up because I think this is a really good time for us to, uh, to play one of our musical interludes. And again, this is, this is original music and, you know, we love to try to feature original music as much as we can because, uh, I hate monoculture. I don't hate monoculture, but it like infests our minds and it just turns us into 
drivel human beings. Um, so, you know, as soon as uh, my, my, my chimp over here figures out how to, you know, use technology, um, you know, the technology will be used. Um, again, you know, he, he told me he's got a lot of this stuff just sitting around. I don't know. I'm a, I'm a big fan of the Roadcaster Pro, to be honest. You're not? It's all right. Of course it's all right. I mean, it's a... It's a... episode that we're doing and i think it's going to be pretty experimental because we've got all these segment ideas and we don't know which ones are going to work and which ones aren't going to work so you just have to bear with us here as we you know try out lots of different things you know this is it's like it's like we're a teenager uh experimenting with our bodies but instead over audio <laughs> and with our listeners so uh we hope you'll bear with us on that and tell us what you like and what you don't like of course so that was the unhashed podcast. I think that was their second episode. And so I don't listen to too many Bitcoin podcasts and I don't know what it was that made me decide that I wanted to start listening to some Bitcoin podcasts. That's one of them. They've been around for several years. That episode was from October 29th, I think of 2020, 2018. And it just seems so appropriate. I was like listening to it in the shower the other day. I sent you a clip with the shower in the background and I, I was partly tempted to just play that clip, but I, I I said, you know what? That's not appropriate. I don't I don't need all these these strangers thinking of me naked. I actually remember you playing this clip a long time ago, <laughs> no. or or talking about it rather, not playing it. No, it must have been a different clip. You sure? Yeah, 
Because I, uh, whatever, anyway, because the, the name sounds familiar on Hash Podcast. Now, there may have been some other clip that I wanted to pick from them some other time. Because, yeah, because I only, that was the first time I had listened to that episode. And, and I think that was very appropriate because, like, we, you know, I, I, I appreciate if people do bear with us, the people who are listening live, the people who listen to this episode not live. This is an experiment. We are testing technologies out. We are putting it together. We we do have day jobs. You know, we're not uh, professional entertainers, though we um, strive to be professionally entertaining. In other words, we're fresh meat. Ah, <laughs> oh, fresh meat. <laughs> that's uh, you know, if anyone who played Diablo, that's special right there. <laughs> that's that's very special. Um, so you know, I got a new phone, and I know you knew that I was going to talk about getting a new phone. Um, and it, it one of the interesting things, and this is going to go great with the chapters because I put a bunch of pictures together to put into the chapters. So when we're done recording this episode and we're ready to upload it as a like a traditional podcast, we're going to include a bunch of pictures. So anyone who's listening on one of these modern podcast apps, again, so if you're listening on a non-modern podcast app, you suck and catch up. As it were, there's a Telegram group called Peer-to-Peer Marketplace, and we're going to have a picture that shows you what it's like, and it's got. I'm going to show you another picture with a QR code if you wanted to join the peer-to-peer marketplace. It's a Bitcoin preferred, but I've also seen some like Monero stuff and like whatever. But the whole idea is it's goods and services uh, for Bitcoin mostly. And so I got this phone from a guy, Texas Hodel, uh, T X H O D L. Nice guy so far. You know, don't know him too well, but he's been very polite. And uh, I got this Pixel Six A from him. Really quick service i'm still putting the phone together so i don't really know the extent to which it works and as usual with all the phones i don't know if the chinese have stuck a bunch of spy chips in it but i won't hold it against him if they did maybe uh, it's ccp huddle <laughs> no no that i i captain brunch does not endorse such jokery about fellow bitcoiners <laughs> um I'm not going to go off Google yet, though. It's something that I've talked, considered a lot. Are you off? You're not off Google, right? Like on your phone? Mm, of my phone, yeah. Oh, you are? So it's something I would like to do. Probably not this year, but probably by the end of the year. Um, I definitely do want to go podcasting 2.0 native, though. It's something that I asked you about a little earlier today, although I haven't pulled any triggers yet because I just haven't taken the time to do it. What do you mean? I mean, so the phone, I, 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 you know, I got this phone in the mail and I turned it on and I like got to the operate, you know, I got to like the home window, but I didn't sign in to anything yet. I haven't like installed any software. I haven't done anything with the phone yet. It's just like, it's just ready to be, you know, it's like I can turn it on and open it. That's what I mean. Well, don't worry. It's already connected to your Wi-Fi and Google already has your your, your <laughs> Wi-Fi yeah. on file. I was like, okay, uh, we know it's you. We'll wait till you come out of your cave. But so what what I'm going to do, though, is I'm going to fix an old phone, which I think is a Google Pixel 3 XL that I bought from you <laughs> uh, a couple of years ago or last year or something like that. And I had to fix the screen. When I fix the screen, I got some stuff on that phone that I need to take off that phone. And once I've taken that stuff off the phone, I'm going to try maybe putting one of these other operating systems on it. Like Graphene OS? 
Yeah, like graphene OS. Yeah, that's what I'm using. So you said you wanted to be podcasting 2.0 native. What do you mean by that? Oh, God. So now I have to like, you know, show my boomer colors. What I mean is that on, on the phone that I'm currently using, on the phone that I'm currently using, I uh, I don't... Um, I don't listen to podcasts on a podcasting 2.0 like oh okay like, a, like so I'm using Podcast Addict because it's I've used it for a long time and they well, have that's podcasting 2.0 yeah, it, it doesn't is. have it doesn't have the value it doesn't have the value but the, no yeah, actually, but, so the value tag is is just a, a link that that takes you to no it's funding sorry 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 it's funding yeah so it it, it doesn't have the stats but it does have the chapters it does have um, like transcripts that's a lot of stuff. I actually use that as well for my non-lightning-enabled um, podcasts because of one feature that I wish other podcast apps would use. Fucking radio. How do you mean? Because you could have little radio stations. You could actually take our stream, or sorry, my stream, or anyone else's stream and just add it to your list of radio stations. And there's tons of online radio stations out there. I love listening to... Um, Oh, like there's this um, in South Florida, there used to be a WSHE radio station, an analog radio station, um, She Radio. Well, they're not around anymore, but they have become an online radio station. So I have, you know, like tons of, of music there. I can listen to old classic rock. That's not the typical stuff they'll play on, you know, on your regular radio station. I listen to a, um, a, a radio station from the Netherlands, actually. Uh, that that plays a, a, a lot of jazz, a lot of old albums. I listen to a doo-wop cafe station. So I love that stuff. I love having it on my phone, and I don't have that on any other app but Podcast Addict or VLC. Yeah. But, here, but here I get the images and everything looks cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't I don't listen to any kind of radio or anything. But you know, I, I as as a boomer or millennial. It's kind of hard for me to adapt to new experiences. I just, I kind of do whatever it was that I've done for a long time and I, I keep doing it. <laughs> you're, you're calling yourself, yourself a boomer millennial, but I'm the one listening to radio stations. <laughs> yeah, but you know, the thing, there's something about radio stations though that's, it seems like perennially contemporary. The fact that someone is, you know, maintaining this station you know, someone has got to be like updating this playlist or making sure that the the live stream is still running. So there's there's at least something about radio that has uh, like an always nowness versus you know like you can play an MP3 at any time. So even if it is like old jazz music or whatever, there's still something about radio that has a a liveness, <laughs> a liveness for lack of a better word. Yeah, you're not the one killing up a song. Someone else's. Yeah, and they have to keep doing it theoretically. I mean, so you you know, I mean, okay, of course, you could set a playlist that, you know, just plays for 60 years and you can prepay the electricity bill, etc., but that's not generally how things work. You know, like that radio station that you were talking about, you were mentioning a few different stations. Like that's someone, you know, there's there's people in different places who are keeping all those things running. Right. Just like your own, like, you know, if someone was listening to us on the live stream versus the podcast apps, like that's, again, like you're maintaining that. Or if they're listening on the podcast apps, it's a little bit different than radio, but 
someone's maintaining the podcast app. What's your point? I didn't have a point. I'm oh. just, I'm just, God, you, you know, <laughs> you, you demand so much from me. It's like, what are you trying to say? <laughs> I think I've said everything I wanted to say. All right. So anyway, on that same topic, um, since we were talking about, um, you always talk about a Bitcoin economy um, having to grow parallel to, you know, our, our, our current economy. If you catch our earlier episodes, uh, there, there was a lot more discussion there. And, you know, we, we talked about Bitcoin only podcasts, uh, Bitcoin only band. It got me thinking, I kind of want to, because um, I have a lot of gear. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm a gearhead. I have tons of just, you know, guitars, amps, speakers, mics, everything. I'm going to try to sell my gear and some of the gear, not all of it, obviously. But but make it Bitcoin only. And, I, and I'm not going to go to some Bitcoin form, you know, because there, that's not the point. I'm not trying to sell my gear. I'm just trying to, like, Promote Bitcoin <laughs> on Craigslist, um, maybe not Craigslist. Um, yeah, um, offer up, but just you know, if someone really wants this pedal, if someone really wants this audio interface, hey, sorry, I, I only accept sats. Okay, so so my question to you is, do you actually want to sell these things then, or are you yeah. you you do? So I mean, what if someone was offering you like ten percent more cash? Well, that's my point. I'm only going to accept sats. <laughs> oh, gosh, you know, I mean. I, I don't have any problem with it, right? Because you are a free human being who can do whatever you want to do. It just, it, it you called seems... me a slave earlier. <laughs> Did I do that on the air? <laughs> um, so, you're, as I said, you're a free human being who can do whatever you want to do, but it seems a little silly to me. However, it, it, it's an innocent way to promote Bitcoin. Once again, it's, the point isn't to sell my stuff. I thought about, I just asked you if you were trying to sell your stuff and you said, yes, yes, yes that is part of it. But that's not the, okay. that's not the ultimate goal. If I was hard up on money, yeah, I'm going to fucking take cash. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> well, okay. I'm glad you're not hard up on cash. Um, not yet. Are you going to like, so what, what kind of a price, so to speak, are you going to sell these things for in Bitcoin? Depends on it. I mean, if it's, um. Let's say it was a piece of equipment that sold for a hundred dollars cash. What would you do for the Bitcoin? Like, what? How would you? How would that go? Like, are you gonna say like you know ask, ask for sets. the daily price? No, no. I, I would set the price and just just keep it like that. Wait, so you're gonna set a price, and then you're not gonna change it? I mean, I might want to change it. <laughs> yeah, you reserve the right. Like it's like in the fine of print. Course. Like we reserve the right to change the prices at any time without notif- without pre-notifying you. But well, how is that different from regular? It's not. <laughs> I'm not holding it against you. I'm just trying to be clear because in our new economy, we have a lot of transparency. Okay, we don't we don't keep the fine print. Like I didn't lower my volume <laughs> to explain the detail, the finer details of how this works. Okay. So um you know so I I did I did get a message from our our potential guest and they are supposedly on standby but I don't know like are we do you have your do you have like Telegram on your computer? And 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 is that like a recipe for disaster because theoretically that would be the best way to get in contact with them. It's the web app. So does that, so can you call them from the web app? I don't, you know, I don't. Yeah. Looks like I can. Okay. Well, we can try and let's see what happens. Um, We're just going to like throw caution to the wind um, 
and see what happens. <laughs> let's see if they answer. Let's see if it's really loud. Let's see if it's raining. You know, uh, it's live. <laughs> oh, man. You know, this, I feel like this is one of those old radio shows where we're about to prank call someone, except she's definitely expecting our call. So I'm not worried about that. Hello. 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 Hey, Natalia. Can you hear us well? I can hear you well. How are you? Oh, I'm, I'm so glad to be able to hear you well as well. You know, so we've got this going out on the internet, right? Live. So to whoever listens to it. And then it's also going to be on a podcast later. Um, but so why don't you just quickly, you know, just do a little introduction about who you are and where you are, what you're doing right now. And then we'll talk a little bit more. Of course. Yes. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for having me here tonight. I really appreciate it. We are over here in Wynwood behind Purple Palms Creative with uh, Baby Bastards, which is a pizza place behind Purple Palms where we are doing a night market. Um, we are accepting all forms of payments. We're accepting lightning, Bitcoin. All forms of payments are accepted here. Um, and yeah, we're discussing doing another lightning market um, next year. So what is like, you know, what is your market? What is that market? What does it mean? Like explain to our audience because, you know, they don't have any idea. Probably most of them aren't even from Miami. So that might be a good idea to like keep that in mind as you explain that. Yeah, well, if anyone's ever been to um, a farmer's market or a flea market, um, they've probably seen a lot of different types of vendors selling various foods and products. It's a very similar concept to that. Um, I myself, uh, have a tea company. I serve Lotus tea and I started selling tea at these markets. Uh, I've been doing that for over seven years. And then I got involved with so many markets that I just went ahead and, and started my own. You know, that's really cool because as something that I talk about a lot, I talk about it at Bitcoin brunch and you certainly know that cause you've seen some of my speeches. I talk about, um, like individuals really trying to pursue their interests, trying to be, uh, creative trying to like make money off of their creativity and being independent and unique as opposed to being like mass produced and so mm -hmm. like does that play any role into like what you're doing and what you're trying to be as an entrepreneur in Miami yeah I'd say a hundred percent I've worked a lot of corporate jobs I worked for um, phone answering uh, hospital calling services uh, was doing hair and makeup I was uh, doing cosmetology for a while um, I've done a lot of different kinds of jobs and I just realized that the, me, the, the creative person that I am, I'm an artist and I really can't be told <laughs> what to do. So I just, I just can't, I'm sorry. I can't have somebody breathing over my shoulder telling me I'm not doing something right. Who's in control of my money? Well, you know, one of the hardest things about running your own business and trying to make money as an independent entrepreneur is satisfying customers. Um, you know, there's this concept in, a, it, I, I've never really heard it said in an official capacity, but it's a, a pretty popular idiom. It goes like the customer's always right. What do you think about that? Like what does customer service mean to you as someone who is providing a good or a service and is the customer always right? Like what is that? You know? Uh, so no, the customer is not always right. That's just a saying that's said. Um, but I do believe that we should go by it in some sense, maybe not fully, not a hundred percent. I have had some cases where I, I didn't know who the person was until they showed me later on. 
And um, yeah, they definitely weren't right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it happens. I mean, people try to take advantage, right? Especially if there's uh, money involved or if they think they can, they can, uh, yeah, that's the thing. And they want to have the control because they feel like they can control it. And they're the ones that are in charge when that's not the reality. And there, and that happens to many people in different scenarios. So it's just kind of part of life. Now, I want to ask you, what can you tell people what the vibe is like if they come to one of these night markets? Because you do, I mean, do you do them every Saturday now? They're every last Saturday of the month um, behind Purple Palms with Baby Bastards, which is a pizza place behind Purple Palms. Now, we do have a weekly event at Little Bohemia, Miami, which is every Wednesday night. It's an open mic event that also has a market where there are local vendors. Um, and that location is across from Churchill's. Are you guys trying to take over the um, the open mic from Churchill's? Because they're so close, right? No, no, we're not trying to take over anything at all. Um, <laughs> we we work with we work with Marcus Blake, who is a really amazing artist, local artist in Miami, and he's always been a big inspiration of mine. I used to go to the Vagabond when he was a host, so I feel very blessed to be reconnected back with him and to be working with him. Ooh, the vagabond! Wow. That's- yeah, and, and, and when Marcus Blake was hosting, yeah, the we open go way mic. back. <laughs> so you know, again, most of the listeners are probably not necessarily from Miami, but um, like, I mean, that's just some some stuff that from I mean, from our generation, right? Like we're in, we're millennials, but oh yeah, the oh, the, the vagabond is like a very groovy, funky, um, energetic, like happening type of vibe where. It was so diverse. There was so many different types of styles and walks of life there and poetry and different amazing musicians. And just it had that's why it was Stone Groove, because it had the grooviest vibes in Miami. And in my opinion, I, I will always have a that place will always have a good place in my heart. <laughs> I remember we used to go to uh, what was it Critical Mass and it would end there. It would um, no, it, it, it ended at a bar black, but it was right next to it. Right. No. So no. it would end. That was near where, oh, God, not the Vagabond, the, I don't know, the Vagabond, not Vagabond Lounge, Vagabond Lounge, where where was that, that venue that used to, it was the Vagabond. It wasn't at the Vagabond, it was Was next to it. No, Electric Pickle is in, uh, no, that's like Midtown. No, no, so it was the Vagabond, I remember that, yeah, for sure. So yeah, yeah it know, was in the same area. Just a little old school Miami. Now, um, you know, you mentioned the lightning market, and I don't think that most of the people here are going to have any idea what that means. So, would you mind, like, just kind of quickly mentioning, like, what what does that mean? Because it's something that I, I'm definitely going to want to talk about more and more as we get closer to the, the Bitcoin convention. Of course, yes, definitely. The market, um, the night universal market, is a universal night market that takes place at night with local um, community vendors who have various businesses and sell various items. Like we do have some CBD vendors, some THC vendors, um, some jewelry vendors. We have massage vendors. We even have um, erotic toy vendors. (laughs) We now have every kind of vendor you can think of. So we're just kind of expanding on the vendors. Like we don't want to limit ourselves with what kind of vendors we can have. We have them. P Funky's actually here. He's gonna do some magic tonight. Oh yeah, that's great. So um, we're we're excited nice. about that. <laughs> I I missed the show on Tuesday. Oh man. Well, uh, you know, yeah, P Funky. So he comes to to Bitcoin brunch pretty often, and he he sometimes he'll give us a nice little show, like a 
a free show and that's always like such an honor because I, I love Yeah, the first time people... I met him he put a balloon down his throat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, that's that's one way to put it. Yeah, and, and I can attest that that is exactly what he well that's what it looked like he did and it was uh everyone was at the edge of their seats that guy with that true. one. So, you know, Natalia, I really again yeah, want to we thank were, you. We were all pretty amazed. <laughs> yeah, I want to thank you so much for being willing to participate with us. You know, I'm trying to include of course. Uh, I'm trying to include Miami culture in this because as much as this is about Bitcoin, um, we, we do live in Miami and we do want Miami <laughs> to be a Bitcoin city. So we're trying to include bits of our culture. Of so, you know, if, if anyone's in the South Florida area, it, either tonight or in the future, you know, check out like Natalia, why don't you just do a quick, you know, like the social media, all that stuff. How yeah, can people if you're in you- the area, if you're in the area on Winwood tonight, come to Purple Palms Creative, come to the back area. We're behind Purple Palms with Baby Bastards, a pizza place, delicious handcrafted pizza, beer, drinks, nice vendors, friendly atmosphere, lots of fun, music, good times. So come see us. Um, tomorrow's Bitcoin brunch at Naomi's Garden with hosted by Uprem. And yes, definitely come to Naomi's Garden tomorrow between what is the time? Is it 11 a.m. to 3 p.m.? 10 to 3 10 to 3. How can they find you on social media, though? Or the internet? They can find me on... Um, I am on Telegram. It is Nat, Natal. I don't know why it says this. N-A-T-A-L and then space Lotus on Telegram. I'm also on Instagram. Uh, Natalia underscore Lotus underscore... And the night market page on Instagram is night underscore universal underscore market. And then my Twitter is um, N DeSudo. So capital N D E S U D O. Great. So, you know, you, you never know when someone is going to pop up from this episode because it is going to be a podcast that's going to be online in the future. So, again, thanks so much for participating in this. And, you know, the next time we definitely got to talk about Lotus. Of course. Yes. I'm looking forward to it. Thank you guys so much for having me. Hope you have a nice weekend. You too. Have a good night. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye. I, I am really tempted to actually go to that after the show. We'll see if I have the wherewithal to do it um, because I, I don't tend to go out like on the weekends or I mean, I don't tend to go out ever pretty much just for Bitcoin brunch and for work. <laughs> so nice. it's, uh, yeah. Well, first, a musical break.
two songs. All right. So can you tell us anything about those two tracks? <laughs> or maybe just the first one? I don't remember. Um, what did we play? Oh, yeah. No, that was just a jam with uh, Marcus and Nick at Nick's old place. So if anyone ever boosts us enough, we will force Marcus and Nick to come on the show. But otherwise, no. <laughs> I but remember um, sitting in front of my amp and Nick had a little kitty at the time. And that cat ended up inside of my amp at one point. Oh, my gosh. And I'm like, no, those tubes are extremely hot. Please get out of there. Yeah, I was about to ask you if it caught on fire. Thankfully, it was toward the beginning of the jam. But no, she was good or he was good. Yep. So, um, you know, again, like uh, I, I ask you and appreciate your bearing with us, but I wanted to run another one of these little skits and it's, in the future, these things will have a lot more structure to them, like in terms of production. So things like sound effects and maybe uh, affectations to the voice. But for now, I'm just going to do a cold read uh, and you guys get to be the special beneficiaries of this fake ad from a company called Save a Child. And so it's a sound introduction, perhaps starting with a child playing sound, like maybe some little kid like laughing with some toys in his hand, although how would you hear that? And then maybe a woman screaming like, ah, and then she could be saying, oh my God. And then you hear a car screeching and then a, <laughs> and then a crash. <laughs> Your nephew David just got pinned between a rock and a hard place. Oh and that God. hard place was an SUV. Thinking his six-year-old self safe playing in his front yard, David had no idea Vanessa just got a text message from that cute guy while doing 64 and a 25. Oh my God! Oh my God! He likes me! She screams as she drops the phone and then reaches down to get it. Was your nephew David worth one of Matthew's texts? Vanessa thought so. Car accidents take the lives of too many innocent Americans every year. We here at Saturday Night Lit feel horrible about what happened to your nephew, David, and have started a fund to help us feel better. That's right, Chimp. We've partnered with the good folks at the Save a Child Foundation to make sure we don't ever have to deal with the emotional pain of losing nephews like David or a really cute niece who says your name wrong in a funny way. So if anyone out there wants to participate in this amazing opportunity to offer some emotional support, go immediately to SaturdayNightLit.com, which doesn't work right now, and send us a few big hard Satoshi pills to swallow and take all the the pain away. Satoshi Bills, I thought we were sponsored by Ferragras. That's SaturdayNightLight.com. And remember to picture little nephew David's face as you donate. SaturdayNightLight.com. SaturdayNightLight.com. <laughs> so, um, yeah, eventually our website will work. But of course, if you're listening on a modern podcasting app, you can boost us. Uh oh. Um, we're off the air. Did we go off the air? I'm so sad if we're off the air. We have to, and again, I, I thank you to bear with us as we ensure what is or is not the reality of life. No, we're still on the air. Man, super art, why you, why you all whacking out on me? Why you scaring me, man? Yeah, are we going to edit that in post? It wasn't too long. That was like only 15 My seconds. My heart's of not me good. Out. I know. I right? have a double heart. Oh, wait, no. I didn't take the vax. My heart's <laughs> <laughs> Strong uh, heart. We've had this discussion already. <laughs> 
check out first episode of Before Lit. Of course. And then you can also, like, what did you have, like, a lightning address that you could, people can send sats to if they want to? Well, I prefer they just boost the show. But if you want to send love straight to Chimp, chimp at getalby.com. And then I am primitive one at stacker.news, at least for now. I mean, I'm, that's probably always going to be active, but um, let me see. Leave it in. What? That's what Jay said. <laughs> I don't know what he's referring to. It must have been something that maybe that we were talking about. Oh, already. is Jay finally here? What's up, Jay? <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, you know, one of the things that I wanted to talk about, he said, now it's back on it. I think you were not, I think you were off the air art. And then this is, and that's the reality of the situation. Um, I wanted to talk about the open source journey, and I kind of already hinted about that earlier on in the show. And this is related to the cell phone thing, um, but not directly anymore. This is more about my computer. So I was taking a nap today on my delicious mattress, and I noticed that my three computer monitors were all orange and there was a message on the middle one and I couldn't read what it said from my from my mattress I thought that was on purpose they're orange now no that has to that that's like low blue that's not orange I mean anyways so it was like the color orange you know like a full like a, a, a blank orange and then with a message in the middle monitor and it was saying this operating system will no longer be supported starting and then it was like January something 2023 so oh I have God I, I have Windows 8.1 oh <laughs> and they're gonna ah. stop supporting Windows 8.1 and they had like this little button that was like you know click here to learn more about your options and I'm like, okay, maybe they're going to give me a chance to download Windows 10 or Windows 11. Nope. And then, no, what they, the options they give me is like, you could buy a, a Windows 11 compatible computer. That's a big nope. Yeah, well, I mean, I already have one. So I am broadcasting this show from a Microsoft Surface Pro uh, that I got from Costco because I love Costco. This is not a paid ad, although Costco is welcome to pay me. Or at least... Free membership. Come on. <laughs> um, so, but the, so this computer—it's a pretty good computer, though. I built it to play com- to play video games uh, several years ago, and I'm not so committed to video games or to the, like the top of the line video games of today that I need to uh, upgrade the computer. But I obviously need to do something about the operating system. So, um, the open source journey. You know, in in my interest, it includes things like routers. Uh, VPNs, um, but in my specific case, in this specific case, it's the desktop operating system and the potential transition from Windows to Linux on my home desktop computer, which is the computer that I spend probably 80% of my time on. I don't recommend it. I tried and I failed horribly. What I would recommend <laughs> um, is... Can, can you specify what you mean by fail before you start making a recommendation that's unsolicited? Well, if I failed, <laughs> you're definitely going to fail. So. Okay, that's great, Chip. That's great. <laughs> you, you know, I'm not giving up. I'm just not there. Um, could you possibly transfer the license from your Surface to your computer, to your desktop? No, I don't want to do that. Because then that way you could put Linux on the Surface and then learn there. 
Wow, no, I don't want to do that. Uh, first of all, because as far as I understand, like the sophistication of Linux um, compatibility with touchscreen computers is not the same as with a desktop computer. So if, if you failed with the desktop, I'm probably going to definitely fail with like a, you know, a Surface, you know, touchscreen computer. Good point, but ask yourself, do you really need touchscreen? Like, let me grab one of my steel-toed boots, and then I'll tell you what I need. And then the stream ended. <laughs> no, I can go on without you, or I can just go on with you hanging from my foot. <laughs> and so it, but I bring this up in the sense that I think it's something that I will be talking about. I don't know the extent to which anyone would care. I think super art might find it interesting. Um I don't know who else. Would you find that interesting? The results, yeah. Okay, yeah. I don't have to talk about the process, I suppose. Because the process is probably going to be me um, like locking my room and turning off my phone for 12 hours and just like going gung-ho and, okay, like, I got to do this. I got to do this. Like, I, I, but like, I'm not leaving until, until I'm done kind of thing. The hardest part is going to be deciding, right? Like what, like, you know, what is, what do I need in a desktop? Because to some extent with the windows desktop, they kind of give you a lot of structure and then you just fill in content. But with Linux, to some extent, you have to choose some of the structure that you want in the operating system, whether it is by choosing which particular like Linux uh, distribution you want or I mean you know it's hard to talk about it without actually doing it like I just couldn't um, download and install shit I couldn't figure that out oh that's so boring man I mean that was your problem yeah like, didn't I tell <laughs> you the time when I used to work for this private Jewish school and I was setting up a computer lab and I had installed um, was it Linux Mint no, I think it was it was a different version of Linux. But I installed Linux on something like 12 to 15 computers. And I had like an administrator computer set up. And I had a bunch of different apps that were installed on these different computers for all these like nice little Jewish kids to learn with. And um, so I'm not worried about installing apps. You saw, uh, you, like you failed at installing. I thought you like, you know, it was some fundamental thing. But no, it was, you, okay, I'm sorry. I'm going to. You know, I, I'm gonna. Captain's gonna show Chimp how to install apps on Linux, and then I'll, maybe I'll make a, a video about it. So, um, so uh, you know, I, I think w since we do have time, obviously, you, do you want to do a, a, a cold read of the second the second ad, or do you want to do something other like uh, uh, transitioning to the cold read of the second ad? Because we actually have two fake sponsors on today's show of Saturday Night Lit. Let's do it. So, um, <clears throat> don't you love the feeling of sitting five feet off the ground in two tons of steel, plastic, leather, and combustion? How powerful do you feel when you're pulling up on some grandma giving her the scare of her life for daring to slow you down even one second? Well... 
Our sponsor today says that many Americans feel as though their God-given right to ungodly SUVs has been under attack by liberals and communists since the introduction of the Ford Expedition in 1997. Yes, Save a Sub cares a lot about the rights of Americans, as we do here at Saturday Night Lit. I'm pretty sure it's pronounced S-U-V. If you aren't a communist like the captain over here, then you also care about the rights of Americans, which is also why we call upon you to help us in our crusade. Yes, chimp, save us. Sub says they'll make a capitalist of me yet. And all those of you out there have to do, all you have to do to help us is send us some sats. If we can get enough donations before the end of the show, save us. Sub has promised to match that amount and send me to the next meeting of the Illuminati at the Bohemian Grove and Bilderberg Group. Luminaries like Bill Gates, Elon Musk will take me on as their apprentice and teach me how to get rich off public contracts by privatizing profits while socializing expenses. Wow, this sounds like a great opportunity. Which is precisely why anyone listening to this should immediately go to SaturdayNightLit.com. SaturdayNightLit.com. Which doesn't work yet, but eventually it will work. (laughs) Have you paid the Indian guy yet? Which one? Whichever one who takes five bucks to build a website on <laughs> <laughs> Fiverr, yeah, you know, um, you know, I, I I haven't ever found anyone to do it for five bucks anything that I actually wanted them to do, but um, uh, you know, maybe in the near future I will pay someone to do that. Uh, you know, if if anyone has any recommendations on what we should do about our website, what we should do about our chat room, you know, like one thing we've mentioned is like doing some kind of an IRC chat room. But then my whole concern is I want people to be able to chat without having to register for anything. So, you know, so there's the idea of like the ephemeral chat room, which is people just kind of like screaming back and forth at each other. But then there's also the idea of the boostagram, which is someone sending money to to send a message to us. Well, you could do IRC as anonymous. You, you don't have to have a, a, a nickname. Speaking of feedback, uh, Jay does have something to say. Yeah, but he didn't send us sats, so I don't. You know, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna let him slide on it this one time. But then next week he has to send us sats, and it has to be at least two thousand next week. Except since he missed it this week, I'm gonna make it three thousand for Jay. He goes, let's talk about DOS attacks on the network. I've been reading Satoshi's Bitcoin Talk forum posts, and he mentioned there are several ways to attack the network. DOS being one of the ways mentioned specifically in a few threads. Is the network still at risk of widespread DOS attacks? enough to stop the formation of new blocks. Um, you know, so I'm definitely not an expert on this, and I suppose it depends on which particular way you mean. Um, but one of the initial concerns about DOS attacks was that they actually had a significant amount of free transactions in the early days. So they they wanted to encourage people to use the Bitcoin network. And so to do so, they said, well, let's not charge a fee because since Bitcoin wasn't worth anything. So, I mean, you know, some of the economics of it doesn't completely make sense to me. But since Bitcoin wasn't worth anything, they wanted to not discourage people by charging them nothing, but something of nothing to send some things of nothing, if you get what I'm saying, right? Like, so if you wanted to send one Bitcoin, um, they didn't want to charge you. A percentage of that because then that might discourage you from doing it but because of you know the potential of dos attacks and there maybe there was at some point and if someone's ever listening to this and wants us to give us the story you know feel free to get in contact with us although we don't have a contact oh, uh, so is there a way to contact the show yet 
Chimp at AudioGhost.Miami. Okay, so there's Chimp at AudioGhost.Miami, and I don't quite have a contact yet. I'm primitive one on most places if you really needed to get me. So, yeah, they, they don't have that anymore, right? Now, the pretty much, if you don't, I mean, I don't think you can, I don't think the wallets let you do zero fees. I don't know if you could. So that's that's the solution to that particular it would sit there in the, DOS in the attack. Forever. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, let me check my transaction. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you greedy, you greedy little whatever I call it. Um, yeah, so you know, I, I I'm really fascinated by Bitcoin history, and it's something that I am definitely willing to talk about. As I had mentioned recently, I finished. The Book of Satoshi, I highly recommend it. It was written in 2014. So I read it in part because I wanted to see what a lot of the early discussions were to compare them to the modern discussions. They were surprisingly similar in a lot of cases. Which So then the irony of them being similar is that these many of these debates had already been resolved in 2010. But for some reason people with ulterior motives, people like disingenuous parties are still making the same arguments. Like with the energy, you know, oh, Bitcoin uses too much energy. Yeah, they, they, but no, that's actually what it needs to do. It needs to use a lot of energy, not too much because there is no such thing as too much energy. You know what uses too much energy? Um, the, everything that's regulated by the FCC, that all uses too much energy. And Surface Pro the uses FTC? too much energy. Yeah, the FCC. The Surface Pro, probably. The Surface Pro probably uses too much energy, but that's like a whole different discussion that I'm not trying to have right now about the, oh man, about efficiency and technology and copyrights and patents and trademarks and the monopoly. Like we live in Florida, so we've got FPL who controls our power and they don't, you know, they like they heavily restrict our access and ability to alternative sources of energy. They lobby to try to prevent people from going off the grid, from producing their own energy on their own property. Um, It's a whole mess over here. And I'm really big on people being able to do what they want as long as they're not hurting other people. So screw FPL. That's an organization who, I mean, not only do they charge us for energy, they're making profit off of charging us for energy. They make tons of money, but then they also get to charge us above what they're already charging us for the service they provide us to upgrade the service in the future, which they are also going to charge us for and make profit on. So it's like at what, uh, it's not, you know, it's not in line with, with free markets and capitalism. That's, that's for sure. Do you have any thoughts on FPL? Not really, but you said you're fine with people doing um, whatever they want as long as they're not hurting someone else. Wouldn't we be hurting FPL in that case? It's not a person. <laughs> you mean corporations aren't people? I am not the Supreme Court of the United States. I am not the enforcement mechanism for the Supreme Court of the United States, so I don't have to give a crap about what the Supreme Court said. Um, like one day when... I am uh, some bougie like insider who's friends with the president and who's been appointed to be like the ambassador to uh, the Gambia. Uh, you know, then I'm sure I will have to swear an oath of office and like sell my soul to the devil. Um, 
I guess I'm going to have to talk to our friends at Save a Soul. And uh, <laughs> then I'll have to worry about that. But for the time being, I don't have, you know, I, I, that's not, got nothing to do with me. Do you think corporations are people? Mm, I guess in the legal sense, they effectively are. Yeah. So it's <laughs> the fact that's what it is, right? It's like lawfare. It's the idea that the word person has a legal meaning and legally corporations are persons. Other than that, obviously, it's just a figment of your imagination. Yeah, they're not human beings, but they're persons. Whereas I think we usually think that persons are human beings. That kind of makes me sad. It makes me sad, but you know what? If I'm going to be like, this is, can I do second half of show stuff? <laughs> Does that go into the whole idea of like personal property versus private property? Oh, for sure. Person property, right? Personal, person property. So if, if corporations are persons, then they have personal property. Legally, they can unperson you. And so then you couldn't have any property anymore. Getting canceled? Um, like that's the idea of banishment. So in in societies that would have banishment as a punishment, the idea was um, maybe you would have a certain amount of time or you would be granted a certain amount of stuff that you could take with you. But other than that, like you had to get the hell out as quickly as possible because you were banished and anyone could claim any of your stuff that, and they could all probably also kill you if you stayed around. Um, so taking your property, right? Like again, that personhood thing, like if you were, if you were no longer a member of our society or our civilization, you no longer have a, the right to claim things like property in our civilization. So that, yeah, it absolutely has to do with that. Um, you know, I've, I think that the constitution of the United States is a corporate document. Like the, the word corporate in the sense of like corporeal, corpus the body right so the, the united states is a corporation because it is a body of like an organization that does things and the constitution is like what that corpus is made of like so the constitution is the ingredients or the recipe of the body of the nation um in terms of like rhetoric right i mean because we oftentimes think of the government as being something separate from corporations, especially like if you have any kind of background in like more um, libertarian or Austrian economics, because we think of the government as being like a monopoly, like of, of holding a monopoly on violence. But the reality is that that is what distinguishes the, the government from other forms of organizations. And, not all governments are corporations, but many corporations are governments. Many governments are corporate. Like the United States is one of them. And we can have that debate. So if, if you want to debate that, you should definitely send me a bunch of sats uh, on, a, on a modern podcast app. Um, and we'll have you on the show. Yeah, well, I mean, we could do that too if you send a bunch of sats. Um, another thing that we've, we've uh, prostituted ourselves out in regards to is you have an offer for me to sing a love song to the first person who sends us 100,000 Satoshis. So, On the spot. Yeah, so if you want a love song for 100,000 Satoshis, uh, you can get that next week 
or the week after. It's going to be an open an open invitation um, to the first person whoever sends us a hundred thousand sets. They can get they can get that love song. Um, is it going to be an original love song because we don't want to get copyright infringement, right? So uh, original. So does that mean that you're going to be playing guitar? Yep. Oh, that's cool. Well, you know, so it's not just me who's being uh, sold out. It's also you. You're selling yourself out. That's that's nice. For sats, baby. We're entrepreneurs. Um, you know what is? I know we talked about this last week, or maybe we didn't. Maybe we skipped over. It, but what you know what is Bitcoin only podcast? Right. So this seems like a good time to talk about that, and then a transition again into discussing about the different ways that we got nine minutes. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I think in the next nine minutes, we can talk about what it means to be a Bitcoin-only podcast and then ways people can listen to us in a Bitcoin-only podcast kind of way that's podcasting 2.0 compatible. Oh, man. I that's just... definitely part of it, but I think also that we'll only accept Bitcoin. If anyone wanted to give us cash, we wouldn't do that. Accept it, rather. Yeah, yeah. So... Yeah, we're not creating any, you know, any receiving inbox whole thing that people can put money, like dollars into, but they can... No PayPal here, no cash out. We're creating ways for people to send us Bitcoin, and we're going to create more and more ways. Not that we need people to send us Bitcoin to keep doing this. This is fun, but, you know, but we want you to. Please? Pretty please. If if I get if I get recordings of children begging, will that help? Do you think? But it's also value for value, you know. If you're enjoying this conversation, um, the feedback with with people sending boosts, or for right now, just in in, in the Telegram chat. <laughs> I think that torturing children to make them say cute things is valuable. There you go. Perfect. And since I don't have to pay the children, this is like smash that boost button. Oh, let me send another boost to myself. <laughs> oh, another 5,000. Another 5,000 down the drain. I'm getting a hat from Stacker News. I bought I bought a I bought a hat. It's an NFT, you know, because there's a limited number of hats. And then once it gets dirty, you can distinguish it from the other versions of the same hat. Wow. To send 5,000 sets, I had to pay Breeze over 1,000 sets in fees. No. Let's see. Let me let me figure this no. out. Let me figure this out. Podcast. Okay. This is interesting. This is something to talk about. So Chimp, somehow, this is how the breakdown goes. For six, it was supposed to be 5,000. The total amount became 6,374. Chimp, it says 5,991 sets, whatever that means. Breeze, 323 sets. So that's actually cheap. And then podcast index, 60 sets. So so, so this is the whole thing they were talking about before. About at what point? Fees, you, fees on top of the thing or fees pulling from the total? Yeah, so this is definitely a huge UI problem, Breeze. Um, and maybe I'm going to tweet or something you about this because this has got to be fixed. This is, it's so simple. You just have to show me before I press the send button that I'm sending more sets than I typed in. 
Yeah, what if I only have 5,000 sats in my wallet? Well, no, but then it won't go, right? But the, the, but the point that I'm trying to make is that in terms of like a, a simple customer service, like minimum bar that you have to give is that you have to show the customer how much they're spending. You know, you can't say, okay, you're going to buy a car for $10,000. Let me, let me swipe your credit card and then you swipe like 1200 Because, yeah, there's $2,000 in fees, didn't you know? Like, well, no, because you didn't tell me. So, yeah, it's I, I personally, because this is just how the whole world works, like fees get added on to things. It was probably in the terms and conditions when you clicked on download. Okay, but that's missing. I mean, you're, you're being a jerk. Now you're I'm just, serious. I deal with this all the time. People don't read terms and conditions. They okay, but this is not check. what. Okay, but this is not what I'm talking about. Again, like here we go. Like my boost is set to five thousand. If I press boost, it goes. And then if I if I just boost you again randomly, like boost, which we gotta get. I want to get like boost anyway. So I just boosted you. And again, I'm just boosting five thousand dollars. I said again like five times in a row, and they're not telling me. So this is uncouth. Well, it's working because you keep hitting boost. It's unbecoming. I don't mind. Keep going. It's unbecoming. I mean, I'm getting half of those, right? So change of topic. Um, Yeah, no. So then it's it's different with, uh, for instance, with with CurioCaster. um, They'll take the fee, that 5% fee on our thing if if there wasn't a mess up with, uh, with the note ID for Sovereign Feeds. It would be taking from that, let's say it was 5,000 total, it would take 5% of that, and then the splits happen. Yeah, it's so weird. Why did it give you 5,661 sets when I put in 5,000? Like, I don't get it. Like, why is it increasing? Like, is it is it sticking in that cushion to pay for, like, transit fees on the Lightning Network? Well, it's 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 saying, okay, so you want to send 5,000 sets to... Um, to the show. To the show. We'll definitely get that 5000 there. We're also going to take a little bit more for this, this, and that. But again, I mean, in the breakdown, it showed 5661 So I just don't get it. It's like, I don't get it. How many did you receive? That I'm checking right now. So these are parts of the growing pain. I got 4491 What? 4491 See, this is, this is so... Odd to me. <laughs> that, that means you're just not reading it right. It's it's user oh, yeah. error. I'm I'm the dumbass user here. error. Like, I, I, and <sighs> well, that's all the time we have today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, how long is the track you're playing? Is that what you're t- taking into account? Like a minute. So okay, so no, that's not all the time. I mean, we're pretty much. So if you have any comments or thoughts on open source operating systems, on upgrading my computer. That's going to be an ongoing saga in my life, and I have to resolve that by January. Oh, my gosh. And if you think we're going into World War III or that World War III already begun, again, also just another excuse for you to send us Satoshis. Um, Definitely want to thank everyone who tuned in, who has been tuning in, and those tuning in in the future. Yeah. Thank you, Natalia, for calling in, for participating, telling us a little bit about what's going. It's one of the things that are happening in Miami. Absolutely. And thank you for just your ears. We hope to be back next week if this hurricane doesn't uh, murder us. Yeah, or take the power out. Or take the power out. I guess we could always just record using the the recorder and then upload it later. It won't be lit, but you know. Or if the internet's working, whatever. We could 
I mean, if the if the data on the cell phones, we could. I'm just. I'm. I'm thinking we could find some way to do it, anyways. All right. This is Chimp signing out. And this is Captain Brunch looking for a generator. Mm-hmm.